What's good? Mr. Fuck You Want Me Here, I just stopped by real quick to let you know this episode you finna listen to is being brought to you by The Plugs. These is premium quality wireless earbuds. They got the latest technology with one button control, custom fit, clear defined audio, and they come in a fast charging case for safe, secure storage. So what you need to do is be the plug, copy a pair today at www.gettheplugs.com. Make sure you use promo code MarkSocks for a 20% discount. And since I know you ain't going to spell it right, let me do it for you. M-R-K space S-X. Be the plug. You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. Yo, what's up? This is J57 of J-Mo Gang. You're checking out Fuck You On Me on DFPN. Fuck you on me. Time it is, it's your boy, Mr. Fuck You On Me, in this thing. Brought to you by DFPN, That Feeling Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by The Plugs. Um, I got a dope guest on here tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we're going to have some fun. You know what I mean? We're going to make this real laid back, real chill, real easy going, man. We got the producer extraordinaire for the J-Mo gang. You know what I'm saying? My The, the homie. J57 blessing us with his presence, man. Say what's up to the people, bro. Yo, what's going on? Uh, really grateful and happy to be here. Appreciate you guys. Absolutely, man. Again, thanks for taking the time out. You know what I'm saying? And all that good stuff. So, man, how you doing, bro? Let's, let's, let's get the, the obvious stuff out the way. You know what I'm saying? Good, good. I mean, all right, I'll, I'll say this. Like, with, with everything that's going on right now exactly. in the world, it, I can't really say good and, you know, and all that, but... Um, right. You know, definitely, I'm trying to, fo- I'm focusing really on all the positive that's going on, you know, where everybody is moving towards change or, you know, and doing, and doing what they can for what's going on. So, you know, that, that, that's keeping me good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's How it. are you doing? How are you feeling right now? Yeah, man, you know, it's day to day, bro. You know, um, because you go on social media, right? The timelines and, and it's the latest and greatest fuckery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that, that it could be demonstrated, you know what I'm saying? One side or the other. And uh, that's always disappointing. It's always a little bit alarming, especially if you got shorties. You got kids? Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of stepkids, yeah. Okay, okay. I understand. Um, but, you, but, so, like, you already know, like, like, when you got young lives out here, it's always a little worrisome, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. I, you know, you know, we've made it, you know, through the young, stupid part of life, right? At least that's what, that's what we tell everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I just got my stuff together in the past couple of years, and yeah. <laughs> so hey, that says it all right there. Salute to that, bro. <laughs> hey. But uh, but yeah, you know, we making it, bro. You know what I mean? I think I think surviving and thriving is just kind of built right. in. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, we charge it. You know what I mean? It's all good. Feel that. I feel that. I appreciate you taking time out, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I got the shorties in the background. I see. You know I like I like having them around me. You know what I mean? Beautiful Uh-oh. thing, man. Happy for you. Yeah, appreciate that. All right, so let's get into this JMO gang thing, bro. Okay, what is JMO? 
<laughs> what is that in, the, in your glass that you're sipping on right now? So I'm 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 a Crown Royal guy. So this is this is Crown Royal Black today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see you got that purple bag. Got the purple hey, bag. <laughs> hey, actually, so my homeboy actually calls me. Uh, <laughs> he calls me the Thanos of Crown Royal because I collect <laughs> all of the bags. I got all of the colors. So I got the Infinity Gauntlet Crown Royal. You know, what I'm saying? I got them all. all. Gray, blue, awesome. gray, black, purple. I got oh, okay. purples, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I respect it. I mean, you know, we uh, we started the group because we were just drinking a bottle of Jameson recording for the first, you know, the first session. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know Raz that well. Gaunt is the one, El Gaunt's the one who's friends with Raz and friends with me at the time. So okay. that's, the, that's the reason we even got in the studio, all three of us. And we were just making songs. We weren't even mm-hmm. trying to we, – we were just che- – actually, they were just checking out beats. We weren't even really working on songs yet. So – I mean, long story wow. short, with that I bought a bottle because I was like, "Yo, Raz is coming through. He's a legend." Like, I've right. already I already go back so many years with Gon, so like I've already worked with him so much. I was like, "This will be fun with the homie," and then with, with the legend like Raz, I'm like, "I'm gonna get a little bottle of Jameson." By little, I mean I got a big one, and then we <laughs> drank the whole bottle. We drank the entire bottle, us three, and then wow. they went, yeah, like that night they went and did Static Selective show on Shade Forty Five, mm-hmm. and when they were they don't remember it, but when I sent them the roughs of the joints we made. Mm-hmm. Um, as a joke, I just wrote JMO gang. Cause like we were drinking JMO, you know what I mean? Oh. And they went on the air, they saw the roughs, they listened to him on like the Uber ride to Sirius and they listened to him. And then they sit on the air as a joke. They're like, yeah, we were J57 at his studio. And we're, now we're a group called JMO gang, like as a joke. Right. And Twitter went wild. Like my Twitter went crazy, bro. Like wow. everybody was like saying like, this needs to be a group. Like, you know, like this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, uh, premier caught wind of that and was like, he, he pulled us all three aside and was like, yo, I think you guys should really make this a thing. Like really make it, make it a group. Like that's a really cool idea. You three together. And I, that, that's all it takes for me to want to do anything. If premier yeah. says you should do that, I think you're a wise man to listen to that advice. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. That's crazy. Like, so like, I, I like that kind of organic energy. I mean, you already know being a hip hop, like, like you can't buy that kind of shit, but the best that's- thing come out of that. You know what I'm saying? that kind of organic development, you know what I mean? So what is it like, right, to be a producer, right? And you work with tons of artists, I'm sure, tons, tons of artists at this point. Um, and then you have somebody with the kind of um, historical relevance that Raz has yeah. come through and he, want, he, he wants to bless your production. Like, what is that, what is that even, what, the, what, the, what is that even like, you know what I mean? Incredible, man. I mean, that was like, that was October 2015. Okay. And I, man, I just remember it like yesterday because I was kind of nervous, you know, but that bottle of Jameson got rid of the nerves. Mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous, you know, smooth it and, out. Yeah. Uh, Cause I met him, I met him twice prior to that one time, you know, I worked at fat beats in New York and one time he came into the store with a mortal technique and he was super cool. And that was like, that was like 2006. Okay. So like almost 10 years later, I'm in the studio with this dude who's right. a legend who I've been listening to since like 97, 98. So I was just kind of geeked, but that, yeah, that Jameson kind of cooled my nerves a little bit, calmed my nerves, but, uh, but he's so humble and he's so real that mm-hmm. it gets rid of, you, you get rid of the nerves until you hear him in the booth. When he got in the booth and you yeah. hear his voice and those certain yeah. tones, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, that's when I got chills. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. recording him and I'm like, you know what? And I wasn't even nervous then because, because if there's any, if there's ever a time for me not to be nervous, it's, it's doing music because that's like all I know how to do. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. all I know how to do make music though. So. There's, I'll never be nervous making music with anybody. You can put me in the room with Daisy or whoever. I'll be good because this is this is why I'm here. So I don't have nerves when it comes to that. It's natural. Yeah. So it's like that's that's pretty much what it was like, man. It was like 
a really amazing experience the first time. And then he's like, well, I'm, you know, after the static show and all that, he was like, yo, I'm still in town for another couple of days. Do you guys want to lock in another session? And all three, all three of us at the same time were like trying to get in the studio again together. So right. we did. And it just kept moving, you know, became the, the actual JMO gang that is today, you know? Yeah. That, that shit is dope. It's crazy. Right. So of course a name like Razcash just like ring out. Right. And so I'm like, I'm like, let, let me, let me, let me see what, uh, what the other homie, uh, El Gant, is it Gant or Gant? Like, I want to pronounce it right. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. But like, every, like, it's either one for a lot of people. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, I was checking out these freestyles and, and he said, he said, I'm not white. I got that. I'm not white. I'm red with a bar tan. That shit was so hard, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, damn, I ain't never heard. <laughs> No shit like that. I low key want to take it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I be sipping, so maybe maybe I can flip it on some brown shit. I don't know. I drink brown. I am brown. Something in there. There's, there's a bar in there. There's a bar in there. Yeah, a bar in there. <laughs> you should definitely do that. Yeah, but um, like just surface, right? I see. Okay, I'm I'm about to go listen to it, right? So um, I actually listened to Walking with Lions before I listened to the EP. So and um. I'm like, I imagine that this this will be cool, but I imagine that Raz is gonna stand out, right? Right. And I heard Gant come on, and I was like, "Ooh, Raz better be in his bag." Right. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> he better he be in his bag. Going for it, man. He's been going. He's been, that dude has been. Yo, Gant was like. He was on some MTV battle show in early 2000s, like maybe in the year 2000 or 2001. Mm-hmm. And he kept winning every week and coming back. It was on MTV. Like he, okay. like he beat a lot of hip hop, like battle legends on that show. Really? And, um, so he's been hungry, man. Like he's, he's been hungry. And, and I, I, what you just said was kind of what I was saying to them when we started the group. I'm like, mm-hmm. point blank. I'm like, you know, cause I don't, I don't have a filter when it comes to the family. Cause I, I respect people so much. I want to tell them how it is. I'm like, listen, I know they're all going to see what's going on with this group and they're all going to want to hear Raz. Yes. And I'm like, but they're going to, because after hearing the songs that we made, I'm like, they're going to say, I didn't know who Gaunt was, or maybe they did and they slept a little and they're going to be like, right. holy shit, this dude is really dope. And they're yeah. going to be like the double headed dragon. And that's why yeah. I wanted to be just a producer. I did. They wanted me to, to be an MC in this group as well. Cause I've been rapping longer than making beats, but like, oh, you wow. know, all that. But I was like, yo, I don't even want to rap in this group unless and I said it, my only stipulation was if premieres involved in the song, uh, I'll be, I'll rap on those I ones. But otherwise, like, I want to be a producer because I want this to be like the legend and the new and the next legend, you know, MC wise, right, then together. Right. And I'll have my time with that soon. But like right. right now, I wanted to see that, and I want it to be the the puppet master production wise. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they let me. They let me do it. You know. That done. No, that's dope. And and um, I will tell you, bro, I'm actually not shocked because. Most most people that are producers, whether they were producers first or rappers first, even once you become a producer, y'all seem to be able to kind of get in that in that pocket, like that space of no no go shine. Like I'm, I'll facilitate the backdrop. You know what I'm saying? I'll exactly. I'll, I'll set up the scenery. Exactly. And it's, it's something about being a kingmaker mm-hmm. that got you know what I'm saying a little spice to it that yeah. that is, is close to being right to being in the limelight. Would you agree? Yeah. 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 I mean, you said it best, man. Like 
like I have, so my group, I have another group called Brown Bag All Stars, and that's where I, mm-hmm. that's where I came up with Brown Bag. We all worked at Fat Beats together, and okay. we have an album that's coming out at the end of the year or maybe next year. It's Bumpy Knuckles and Brown Bag All Stars together. So it's okay. all of us on the mic, and um, I only did one beat on the project. And my man Audible Doctor from Brown Bag, he did majority of the production. And what you just said was pretty much what I've been saying to people when I tell them about the dynamic. I'm like, I'm like, yo, we have 14 joints. I did one beat. Bumpy did one beat, and the rest is Audible Doctor. When they see our names together, they're going to think J57 did half the album, Audible right. did half the album. Right. I didn't even want to. My production, my producer move, mm-hmm. the best thing I could have done as a producer on this particular project was me, was me going like, yo, I don't think I should do half the beats. I think Audible should do it because he's got that sound. That um, they, when they see those names together, they're going to want to hear that sound. I got yeah. that sound. I do have that sound too, but that's his thing. So I was, so you, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, more of a yeah. producer. You best foot forward. Like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, you I, get what I'm saying. I get that. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and I think, like, even as an MC, right, if I can kind of put it in, in, a, in a place that, he, like, I would understand, like, as an MC, it's like, yeah, you could say that shit lyrical, miracle style, but it's actually harder to simplify it. So, like, right, the, right. you see what I'm saying? So, like, the, the casual listener will love it. The hip-hop head might, be like, ah, oh, he took off that bar. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but for right. the flavor of the song, especially like if we're talking about uh, enjoyable listen, it might work a little bit better. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. That's you know, that's the point. That's the whole thing. I want what's best for the music. Exactly. Whatever that is, even if it's like me being like, yo, I shouldn't rap on this song or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever, like even like for example, on the premiere track, I only spit twelve bars. Really? I didn't even notice that. Nobody noticed it. <laughs> and it was for the best of the song because I didn't want the song to be like eight minutes long. Right, right. I know it's only four bars, but we also had a hook originally. I didn't want the hook in there either. Uh, I didn't want the song to be too long. Like long, nobody wanted yeah. to hear long. You know, like this song came out to three and change. You know what I mean? And right. and that's what Premier doing like scratches in the beginning and the outro, okay. and that's with four MCs on it. Like yeah, dude, nobody wants to hear a long song anymore. They really like unless the beat changes up a lot. A lot. It's like a new song. You just kind of put it together. You know what I'm saying? No, that's, exactly. no, that's a fact. It's, it's crazy how the music has changed. You know, back in the day, bro, we we would listen to Posse track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> eight <laughs> minutes, bro. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Get them all on there. I want to hear everybody bars. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, I used to love it. that. I used to love it. <laughs> it's crazy now. It's like, ah, yeah, like the next song. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's really how it is now. That's yeah, it. yeah. So, that, yeah. No, no. So, so let me so let me ask you what 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 makes y'all cling so hard to that kind of um, boom bappy beats, you know, kind of like rhythms and drums, like sound, that, that energy, that vibe, where it's like you're kind of pushing um, the, the groove and then the bars to the forefront. I appreciate you being, uh, you know, conscious of that, man. A lot of people, they haven't really said that. Um, hmm. I'll be like, most people haven't. I'll be honest. It, mm-hmm. And this is point blank honesty. Nobody wants to hear Razkaz doing a trap record. <laughs> he got a crazy voice, though. He could do it. He could do it. Right. But when, you, but if you're if you've been a fan since '96, mm. and you're like, I got Soul on Ice four times over on vinyl. He signed mm. it once. It's framed. Blah blah blah. Those guys don't. Those guys and gals don't want to hear. Right. They're not expecting him to rap on a trap beat. And we're also not going to cater a hundred percent to what we want. What people want. We're going to give you both. And that's what this J-Mo Gang album was. Gotcha. It was because I'm rooted in Boom Bap as a producer. Even when I do pop records, even when I do, even some of the trap stuff is somehow still Boom Bap. 
it's like boom trap. You know what right, I mean? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what Belushi and Ackroyd was. I played that song a bunch of months ago for my homie Harry Fraud, who's just like me, where he does boom bap and he does trap. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's playing me his records that are coming out with his in like French Montana and all these guys, and I'm like. I'm playing them all like my boom bappy stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute, let me show you something that's kind of like in the realm of what you're doing, but right. it's boom bap. And I played him Belushi and Ackroyd. And he's like, dude, this is boom trap. Yeah. Like, that's a boom trap record. He's yeah, like, that's, that's just like, loud, bro. It's a, it's a crazy way to start the album. Like that shit is way up. I was like, Ooh, okay, okay. So we going to do okay. Yeah. No, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. Cause I made that beat in 2014 and I was like, I'm always, I've always been a fan of Southern hip hop and obviously East Coast and West Coast. I've been a fan of all, everything, Canadian. Yeah. I've been a fan of all the, everything hip hop, even England, you know, right. and um, Australia as well. And uh, I was really, really going hard from like, probably since 07, I've been going hard with trying to like mash both worlds. And then it became very popular, probably what, like 07, 8, 9, 10, like around there, like trap started like infiltrating little by right. little and becoming the norm by 11, 12. Right, really the, the, the partier version of it, like the Lil Johns. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, I was already trying to marry both worlds without compromising, without being contrived either. So for me, that's, you know, that that's why we're still in the boom bap because it's like, yeah. oh, I want my drums to sound like the stuff I grew up listening to and I right. want the drum patterns to sound like it too, but I want to give it a bounce sometimes and I, or I want to give it something different so that you keep coming back and you don't know why. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, like cause I'm, I'm, I got to pull up the track list, but it actually is a couple of joints on, re- actually on the the um the EP that are slapping, bro. I mean, like, I think it, it, uh, it's either, I can't remember what song it was, where like Raz was even referencing how the subs, like how it be subbing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah. It, and, and like, and I think a lot of times people forget, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I mean, shit, late, I mean, 80s, night, early 90s, even in New York, like, I mean, it, it, you could say boom bap, but that shit was still knocking, right? You had the Jeeps, you had yeah. the speakers out, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and so it's like people tend to get caught up in this whole, uh, the more esoterical mm. style of hip hop and say, that's boom bap. But actually, bro, hip hop always been about the knock, bro. Like, oh, right. it had to be there. Like, whatever you put with it is cool, but is that shit banging, bro? Is it slapping, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I, Look at Pete Rock, man. Bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Been slapping. Dilla's drums been slapping. Obviously, mm-hmm. Dilla was later, but, but Pete Rock in the late 80s, early 90s, would like, oh. there was bass. There was sub-bass. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. There was. It was. I mean, and I, I just, you know, even from an MC perspective, bro, I think it gives you something to kind of lay in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It, give, it gives you just like, it's just, I mean, not to sound crazy, but it's like, it's like warm and cozy. It's like, ooh, I can get yeah. good right here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, there's there's a vibe there like that. Yeah. You know, you feel comfortable. You just yeah. feel comfortable. And then I, you know, and then I can pin out accordingly. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have to make, I don't have to make the vibe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it comes out of you. Like it brings something out of you. Exactly, and that's what you want from a dope producer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A dope producer bring it out of you. And, and so I got to say, like, was there ever a point, right, where you you in the studio? And you like, man, wait, wait, till, wait till they see what the fuck. They don't even know what the fuck they info. Every day. <laughs> Every single day of my life. It's probably since 20, I'm trying to say like 2016, 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Since then, I, everything I do is going to be gold from here on out. That's it. Period. 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 I've been doing it too long for it not to be. Uh, that's hard, bro. That's it. I might take and they quote me on that. Anybody could, they could fact check me. They could quote me. They could quote me in five, ten years. I'm going to be right. 
Right. <laughs> right. I got 30 albums and hard drives ready to go, man. I can't, I could take the rest of the year off. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Like, these are just facts. And it's because I work so hard. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I put in a lot of years. I've been rapping 20 years. Yeah. So you ain't you know new so, 17 years. So when do you, when do you see yourself kind of getting back to the mic as a, as a mainstay, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For, for a okay, I appreciate that. I have an EP that's done. I want to drop it in July, but I feel like it's like, a pretty insensitive time to release new a new album like a new ep mm-hmm. and be like here's my new project everybody like right not the time man that my gut doesn't feel good about that at all i feel wrong so like i'm gonna wait till maybe august and see how i feel because i'm still i'm still obviously gonna be protesting i'm still gonna be right posting the right things and using my platform for good you know what i mean I'm, that's that's still what's gonna happen in august you know that's not gonna change but um but i feel like that maybe august or september might be the move to drop that project but i have an EP mixed and mastered, ready to go, that I was going to do in July, but again, pushing it back to later. And then I have um, two other EPs that I'm finishing right now. And this EP that's coming out is no features, mostly produced, all produced by me except for one track. Okay. By one of my like young young producers I'm mentoring named So-and-So, who's from Atlanta, and he's fire. Dope. And then um, the next EP after that is like, I got a banger with Homeboy Sandman and Sky Zoo. I got a, a banger with Blue. I got another banger with, sky zoo and blue you know what i mean like i got okay. joints like that with the homies you know yeah. and um and then I, and then two other albums of my own that i'm finishing where i produce everything like i'm telling you i got albums and albums ready to yeah, go you just and cook. All that. You just cook. yeah so this first half of the year i'm just a producer and that's okay. fine you know i dropped right. my album with bam sadiq back in march i'm on i'm on the mic on two joints but i'm the producer and then with jmo gang i'm on the mic for two joints but i'm the producer right. and then my ep is going to be the later like the second half of the year like August, all that, and then okay. the other EPs are going to come out towards the end of the year too. But I'm okay. still going to, I'm still doing beats for people. I'm still doing this and that. But right now, it is about like I'm, I'm t- after this JMO campaign is over. Like I'm, I'm focused only on my stuff for the first time. I've never done okay. it like that. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm definitely interested. What is your, what is your sensibility with your pen? Like, do you draw from the same space as your production? Uh, I go, you know what? Whatever the production brings out of me is what it is. So if I'm if I hear this one, if I hear a beat that's on some like, you want to kill this beat kind of beat, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like something that you want to hear Royce on or Raz or Eminem mm-hmm. or any of these guys who are just like still killing it. Right. Um, if it's one of those beats, then that's what, that's what I'm going to do. Whatever it pulls out of me, if that's what it is, that's what I'm going to do. If it's something, because I do a lot of the melodic stuff too, vocally for like choruses and bridges, but then okay. I really rap in the verses, Yeah. Which, you know, which isn't usually done. It's usually one or the other. Right. And Absolutely but I got to do it digestible. I want it to be very listenable for the people who like pop and then mm-hmm. for the people who love hip hop, right. you know, not pop, hip hop, hip hop. You know hip-hop, what I mean? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, like, absolutely. Wanna, the yeah, bars like, is in there. Exactly. Bars are always in there. I'm never going to water it down. And uh, yeah, like if it's a, if it's a JMO gang song, I got to go for the throat. You know what I mean? If it's absolutely. like, I'm rapping on it. If it's, so I got to bring the same intensity, you know what I'm saying? It's just whatever the beat pulls out of me. Gotcha. So what's your, like, I, I know just as my as an MC myself, right, like there's certain pockets that I thrive best in. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for you, is it is it up-tempo? Is it mid-tempo, kind of groovy? Or is it just, like, kind of slow where you can really get what you're saying out? It's kind of both. Like, when I do the boom, straight-up boom-bap stuff, mm-hmm. I like the faster tempos. I like, like, late 80s, early 90 BPM. Mm-hmm. I do like that the best. Um, for my solo stuff, I do notice a lot of it's slower. Not really slow, not all of it slow, but sometimes it is. Um, 
and I, I could, I change up my flow every track. Like I try not to do the same flow twice. Like I don't want, I don't want someone to hear what I do and be like, Oh, that reminds me of this other song he did. Right. I'm really conscious of that. So it's kind of like whatever the beat brings out of me, but I get, yeah, like it, it's sometimes slower. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes. Got you. Hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I want like, because, so I got, um, actually I had a conversation with my homie about, um, on the MC and tip, but I, I first want to get you on the production side. So yeah. if you had to pick, right, between, let's say like what Alchemist is doing, right, mm-hmm. with uh, like Griselda or hell, even Freddie Gibbs right now, right? right. Um, and then kind of juxtapose that with something like what Mad Lib did with Mad Villainy. And then, oh, yeah. and then at the same time, put that with, um, like, like, like the more, uh, I want to say superior trap. Um, uh, let's not get into that bag. Cause I don't want to be dissing no producers. <laughs> <laughs> Cause a lot of, a lot of the trap is real samey. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. Um, it's not yeah. a lot of innovation with trap music. I think that's, that's missing from the game. So mm, let's just keep with, you know, uh, Mad Lib and Alchemist. Like for you as a producer, are you looking for, because to me, Alchemist is looking for the perfect pocket. And Mad Lib is just trying to see how far he can go. <laughs> Left, you know what I'm saying? Good point. Where, where do you fall in that as a producer? I mean, because they, they come from the same world. They're, they're, in the, they have the same, they're cut from the same cloth. It's a muddy, it's a muddy loop-driven, mm-hmm. dusty world. And that's dope. If I'm in the mood for that, I'm, in, I'm, a method, I'm like a method actor. I'm in that world. That's all I am for that even if it's a day, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Even if it's one day where I'm into that mood, that's what I'm doing. I'm not making anything else. You know what I'm saying? Oh, if I'm in the okay. mood for the trap thing, I'm doing the trap thing. If I'm in the mood for whatever, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I don't know. I mean, those, Mad Lib and Alchemist are two of my biggest influences early on, especially. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's like, I've been, I was studying, I was driving around with beat tapes from Alchemist, uh, Mad Lib, DJ Muggs, RZA. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, would, I wasn't riding around the premiere beat tapes because he was so different that I, I was, it was daunting. It was yeah. daunting to like even try to emulate of something of that caliber, like, cause he changed the game with the, yeah. with the style with the of popping and, 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 the, and the, you know? the rhythm. He, he had a little bit more um, melody, I think. Yes. And that's why he's one of my favorite producers because of the um, melodic his shit is, you know, yeah. but, uh, but like, and the same thing with Dilla, I was a fan of D, uh, Dilla oh. and Preem, but I wasn't, I wasn't studying their beat tapes because, because of how, how game changing what they did was. It was yeah. daunting to an early producer. I right. studied them later on. That's you know dope. That's dope. Like I, so I've never heard that before. So like, yeah, I'm, I've never heard that before. That <laughs> I totally get that, right? Like when you get yeah, overwhelmed yeah, yeah. by somebody, it's like, okay, I'm not ready for you yet. Exactly. Let me go here and kind of build myself up. Yeah, and 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 that's not to discredit Alchemist or Madlib because right. what they were doing was so game changing in itself as well. But, right. I, but at the time, I could understand it. I could pick apart what they were doing and really crappily emulate it, like really not good. I wasn't, I wasn't good yet, but I was emulating what they were doing. And then after years of doing that, now I got baby Mad Lib sounding beats, baby Alchemist uh, sounding beats right. around. And now I could get into the premiere. And then I was, I was fortunate enough to start being in the studio with premiere around the time that I was ready mentally to mm-hmm. understand what he was doing. I'm, I'm literally on the board recording him as he's recording, like making the beat. And I'm watching how he's doing it. Oh, I'm like, wow. Yeah, so I'm like going home and emulating everything he's doing. <laughs> oh, I know you were. Every, <laughs> every day for years, I was emulating everything he did, 
And, uh, and then with Dilla, all I could do was just listen and understand, listen to the original samples mm -hmm. and then listen to how he chopped it and understand like how and why and what he did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just out of this world kind of chopping, you know? Do you have a favorite producer, like a personal favorite? Did no, you... I don't. I have a oh, huge list. Favorites? Nah. I have a huge list. Let me see. I might have something saved in my phone for this kind of question. Mm -hmm. Let me just check. Because because, I, so like 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 when I say favorite, right? Like so I don't like let me. Let, I probably should start it here. Like I'm not yeah. a journalist, I'm not a hip hop journalist, or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. So like the, the my favorite thing because so like like pro my favorite artist probably does the type of music or the type of hip hop that I would never do, but the way they do it, I love it. Uh, and the really? first thing that comes to mind is like CeeLo Green. You wow. Okay. He, he the way he does what he does is just so mind blowing to me. Yeah, I, I don't even approach music the same way. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if you had like a producer like that. That oh, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're not in the same pocket, but yeah. the way you do what you do is so crazy to me. Like yes. That. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I gotta say, one of them is one of them's LP. Mm hmm. One of them's LP. We don't sound alike. I don't want to make the type of beats he makes, but what he does is so inspiring. Um, right. Another one is Danger Mouse. Really big influence. Um, yeah, Danger Mouse. Um, another one, crazy. crazy man. Um, another one, like the pop, the pop dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like Benny mm. uh, Blanco, mm. um, Doctor Luke. Before he was uh, Me Too and all that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got to preface all that. <laughs> yeah, got to preface all that. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want people going after me. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, one person you wouldn't expect is Moby. The producer I like that. Not Moby. Moby. Like, no. Yeah. That's one. That's he was a big influence on my like the textures of my sounds back like a, a solid ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Like um, I still implement those sounds and those styles here and there, but but like a big chunk of what I was doing early on was uh, was very influenced by like the strings I would play and the style mm -hmm. of strings and all that. Yeah, um, totally emulating what he does on his ambient electronic music. Yeah. You know I mean? So I mean, I, and, I'm, and it, I, it's interesting that you said. So like, I like Moby, but like Eminem kind of made it like not cool to say you like Moby. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. He did. <laughs> It's like, but damn, he's kind of dope, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's dope, though, and, like, yeah, he is. So I don't really tell people because it's not cool to like him. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, as far as production, that one, and, and you know, as far as, um, as, as far as, like, my artistry, like, I know that wasn't part of the question, but somebody that I, I speak about quite often that people wouldn't expect is, like, as an artist and the way they write is Kid Cudi. Really? Yeah, and you would never see that in my lyrics, like, right. especially boom bap stuff. You would never... But if you heard the more melodic stuff, you you could see it, but you can't. You know what I mean? Oh, like, you could okay, so explain it. it to me. Like, what, like, like, what is he doing? Are, are you talking about his pen, or are you talking about his approach yeah. to melody? Just both, because I because I have a feeling he. I don't. I've never been in the lab with him yet. I'm sure I will be one day, but mm -hmm. he. I'm sure he doesn't write a lot of his stuff. I bet you he freestyles because that's what I do with a lot of my melodic stuff. Because mm. it's because it's about the feeling. And if you've been writing long enough, if you if you scat that stuff and kind of like come up with nonsensical you know phrasing and melodies and right. then write to it like you you got to be right you have to be rapping for a while to be able to do that you, you know what i'm saying like you, mm -hmm. like a, like a new jack couldn't do that even though it sounds oh. easy they, wouldn't, <laughs> they, they would never come up with, like there were there what they write would be so weak because they can't because they it's not a challenge to them they, they right. can't even do it you know what i'm saying so right. like well i think they because they they focused on either the lyrics or the flow or the melody exactly and you would be focused on all because of the, yep. the skill level yeah, and, I, and like Royce is my favorite MC, and he's been for a long time, like even before it was cool to say that. Really? And yeah, for real. And like, 
I, rem- I remember seeing in interviews with him like a good 10, 12 years ago where he said he would scat his verses and then write to him later on. Mm. So I started doing that. I started doing that like in 2011. I started mm-hmm. just scatting, like having the beat playing. And I would just get on the mic in Pro Tools and I would just like make melodies up with my voice, but not like melodies, but like phrasing and flows. And then I would write to it. And, um, yeah. got me, it made me better as an artist too by doing that. Really? Yeah. Just gonna, like, and actually, um, one of my favorite MCs, I'm Royce. I I, I do have Royce as my favorite MC of all time. Um, just the longevity and then the bars. The, this exactly. entire time is insane. Yep. Um, but who also scat? They um, a lot of their stuff is Black Dark. Ooh. You know, and, and and it got me wanting to do it. I, I I have yet to be brave enough to actually do it to go yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. scatterverse and then. Fill it in the blanks. I'm, Yo, um, you're going to love it, bro. You know, the thing that that worked for me when I really started doing that, like in 2014, mm-hmm. it was, I had to be alone because it's mm-hmm. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're sitting there scatting, dude. You know how cool you are? Like, <laughs> right. Like, I don't care how cool you are. Like, if you're scatting, you don't sound that cool. So, like, I, I would just do that by myself. And then I would, and then a little cheat code is you kind of scat and then listen back to what you scatted, even if it's three minutes. That sounds like wild saying scatted, but like if you go back and listen to three minutes of scatting <laughs> and you find just the parts that are dope, you write to those parts, get rid of all the crappy parts. That's my advice. Uh, like all the parts that like, ah, oh, that flows, whatever, that style, that melodies, right. whatever, or, or even just like flow. Like that's, that's, that's kind of how it is. Just do those parts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what. So are you, able, are you ever able to pin a scheme lyrically mm-hmm. to a part that you scatted? That's what I do. That's all I do. And like sometimes I'll freestyle it. Sometimes I'll freestyle little by little, like mm-hmm. couple bars at a time. Like I'll scat the bar or two and I'll be like, oh, what I said was kind of dope because I'm freestyling it. Sometimes it's really bad and doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's actually a bar and then I'll just connect the next line and then do the next line and then piece it together. Sometimes okay. I do it that way, but, it, but otherwise it is me kind of blacking out, scatting, like literally blacking out and coming to at the end. And then I listen back to it and I'm like, oh, that, that flow is crazy. Like, let me write to that. Uh-huh. And it's usually a little different because it's really hard to get it exact. Right. And say something. Otherwise, I don't want to compromise the lyrics. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's okay. I'm um, which. Okay. So, so cool. That, that actually takes me right to where I wanted to go and talking about lyrics. So, um, I'm sure you've heard Freddie Gibbs' album with Alchemist. I uh, haven't heard it yet, but I, it's on my list to listen to because I love both of them. Okay. Cool. But I imagine you know what it sounds like. And yes, you're not wrong. That's, that's what it sounds like. You know what I'm saying? It's still excellent. Like, you know, it's in my running for uh, album of the year. But it's this other cat named Ka, who's uh, Brooklyn Ka. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard his latest album, Descendants of Cain? No, I'm behind. I gotta check that. I'm, I'm a no, definite fan. I only bring these guys up because of the crazy dichotomy, right? Because these are both two street MCs, right? They, they have a very specific topic and demographic that they that they're dealing with. But they got two very different ways of doing it. And so so if you are a fan of Kyle, right, and you've heard his previous stuff, you know Kyle don't really use drums. Right. right? I love it. Right, right. which is it's, it's crazy. It. Yeah. But so, he, so here's the argument that I've been posing to people. So Freddie Gibbs is very much flow, cadences, witty. He's still lyrical. Um, and Kyle is, is one of the best I've ever heard with a pen. But he doesn't put so much emphasis on flow, right? That's why he doesn't include drums. Um, so in terms of skill, which, which would you say is like the, the more fleshed out MC? 
that's a tough one because they're two different they're like two different sides of the coin you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like mm-hmm. can i can i put rock mars in this equation because i'll pick him <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god everybody want to go to rock mars bro what is up with i don't like rock mars bro you don't like him oh, i do okay. not like rock marciano like I, I i i i hear what he's doing um but i am just not all that floored by what he's saying Okay, I can see that. I could totally you know see saying? somebody saying that. And I, 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 I'm floored by Ka. I'm floored by Benny the Butcher. You see what I'm saying? Benny's yeah, Benny's on some, yeah. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And I think that they do what Rock does. Okay. Am I missing yeah. something? Uh, no. You know, all right, so maybe that's a weird example than what I did. So, because, like, somebody like Black Thought, like you said, somebody like Elzai. Okay. Fon- even Fonte, no, Fonte, you know what I'm saying? Even Fonte. Okay. I gotta be fair. Listen, I'm hard on MCs. I'm hard. Okay, like, I like, I like, conversation. like <laughs> so Elzai um, is a, an extremely dope MC, but he will, for the sake of the rhyme scheme, give me a weak simile or metaphor. Right, it's, and it's actually one of my gripes with with Royce. Um, even though he's my favorite, I still hear him for the sake of the punch or the hard line, he'll sacrifice the flow. Like the multi-syllable thing. Yeah. So it connects that even if it's like kind of weak, they'll do it kind of thing. They'll do it, right? Like I, uh, I try really hard not to do that. Yeah. I'm really conscious of that because, well, I mean, I was in, you know, and I'm in a group called Brown Bag All-Stars, like I was saying, and and my man Solcon is from that group. And he, Solcon was- Oh, the battle rapper Solcon? Yeah, yeah. Like he was, yeah. Solcon is crazy, bro. Okay. Right. He's like he, as far as technicality, like writing, de- like as dense rep. So like that was that's that was my artist. You know what I mean? Like still is, but like but like we're not on the come up anymore. So like when we were coming up, I I man, I like was it was me and him in the studio every day for years. You know, I'm producing oh. all his stuff, overseeing his stuff, even managing him at one point. Wow. And being and he's a tough critic. So being around him, mm. he says the same shit you say. He didn't say it about those people, but he says that about people. He'll be like. He'd be like, yo, that's a little, you could tell that's fluff right there. You could tell it's this. So b- me trying to impress him, who is razor sharp every line of the whole 16 bars right. or longer sometimes, um, I have to bring a, I have to sharpen my sword even more. You know what I mean? Right. So I do oh. know what you're saying. And, I, and, and little things like that will give me like, yeah, it will be like a little bit of a pet peeve because if you phone in even a line, it kind of mm-hmm. ruins, it, it's jarring from the escapism of the music to me. Man, I couldn't sit there better. I'm taking that too. I got like three things I'm taking <laughs> from y'all, JMO gang, bro. <laughs> oh. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it absolutely does. It, it, it's like, because when you're in the pocket killing it, flow cadence, um, and the lyrics is crazy, the, the picture that you paint is crazy. When you kind of like jump out of that for the sake of maintaining the punchline or the metaphor, or even the flow, even sometimes, it is jarring. That's exactly yeah. what it is. It's jarring. Yeah. Like, damn, like, yeah, I hate it's like that. Record scat, script, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. It's it might as well be. Might as well be, you know what I'm saying? And yo, know, that's why I like to do shorter verses because when I'm tapped out, I'm tapped out. I don't want to bother uh-huh. anybody. I don't want to bother you with with a weak line. I want to like wow you from beginning to end, leave you wanting more, and have and give you a bunch of quotables. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how I'm. That's how I move, and it's because I'm a, I'm around guys like Raz Kaz, El Gant, Soul Con, Homeboy right. Sandman. Man. Like these are some of the these are titans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, it's like, like I think this is beyond respected. Like, like they, they what we all as MCs aspire to. Exactly. You know what I'm with the pen, you know what I'm saying? So, so then what, how do you, how do you weigh the production with the pen? Like, because it's, 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 they come together so effortlessly, but they such different things. 
in terms of creation or, or are they not they're so different creatively um do you mean just to make sure i understand like do you mean like how do i like what is it what am i more of an mc or producer is that what you mean like or what or like, what's I, I, I mean what i guess what i'm trying to say is is what takes more out of you like like what demands more of you to do oh and uh, mc really because i care about every friggin' word uh. as a beat yo as with beats i could like phone not phone in a beat i could start a skeleton of a beat and then come back to it like and kind of phone that in a little by myself and then come back to it later with my real ears like real right. j57 ears uh-huh. and it's make it what it should be and it's and i could do that in a room of two thousand people and i'd be i'd be no problem but when it comes to writing it's not hard to write for me it's not that it's i care so every it's way more analyzed it's way more intricate it's way more um just how my brain's wired it's right. harder in that aspect it's harder for that like because i'm harder on myself about my pen than i am production because i know i know that it comes easier production comes easier production comes easier yeah Did you start with production or you started with the pen pen first yeah ni- late 1998 early 99 um mm-hmm. started rhyme like freestyling and then really writing by the late 99 recording songs and then okay. um december 02 i started learning how to make beats and like really actually doing it by january february 03 is when i like I guess you could call me a producer by then. What made you want to get into producing then? My man, Haikyuu, he's a MC producer um, that I grew up with. And, you know, he's to this day doing dope shit. Mm-hmm. Um, his birthday was yesterday, actually. He taught me how to make beats and we were in a group together. And we had, a, you know, we had a, our homie named Ports who passed away. But Ports was the one who, who was like the illest freestyler. Like, the, like crazy. He could freestyle an album and everything is dope. And... <laughs> Crazy. So I was really, I was like mad, like nervous around freestyling around him, even though it was my friend. So I would always be beatboxing. And because I was beatboxing, Haikyuu was like, yo, and Haikyuu was making all of our beats for our crew. He's okay. like, Jay, you really should be making beats, man. Like your beatboxing is like dope. I feel like you could be dope at it. Um, and I was only beatboxing because I didn't want to rap after our boy Ports, who was so dope. You know, it's like, <laughs> it was like rapping after like Razzy on a song or rapping right. after like whoever, like. Like, t- that's a tough one, man. Like, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm not going next. Yeah. So I'd be, I was in front of mad people, so I'd always just be beatboxing because I knew I was good at it and it was easy. <laughs> that's really what made me want to make beats, to be honest. I was beatboxing already. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But so, because earlier when the conversation we was talking about the production side of it, you definitely got a passion for it. You know what I'm saying? And I find it extremely interesting to, that, that you were working on the MC side of it for so long. Um to get over to the to, to the production side and 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 have that passion for it. it, it makes for a very very interesting mix. I gotta say, bro. Um, <laughs> once we get off, I'm actually gonna go back and listen to your verses on and <laughs> joints, like, cause I, I I'm, I'm like, I'm, and I'll tell you because cool. you know producers that rap have a stigma to them. Oh, I'm understand? super aware. Yeah, I'm fighting that <laughs> every day. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? That's why so, I'm very vocal about like, it. Right, so it's like, oh, this Jacob Seven Four. Okay, cool. Like, it, not this, and it just okay. You know what I mean? I'm not as tuned in. Totally understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now, um, like after having this conversation, it's like, no, you should probably tune in, bro. We might have had a jewel slip right by you. You know what I'm saying? Word, I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate it. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look, bro, I don't want to. I don't want to hold up your time anymore. Uh, be honest. Again, you, I appreciate you, bro. It was a, a excellent conversation. We definitely got to do it again. Absolutely. Um, Real soon. Uh, again, thank you for the time. Did you have anything else you want to say to the people? Any plugs? Anything? Uh, man, you know, right now we have the video, uh, the first time featuring DJ Premier and Slug of Atmosphere, and uh, and yes. Premier's homie Tyler Kimbrough played piano on it. He's like a you know piano legend. 
Um, that video is out right now. It's the first video I ever directed. And um, first time I rapped on a premiere beat. So I, I would say go look look that video up. That's it. You know, check out Walking With Lions by J-Mo Gang. Yes, yes. What's the name of the video again? The first time. The first time. Got you. Yeah. I love that joint too, actually. Um, Thank you. Slug is, Slug is interesting. He's, always, he's an interesting MC. But he's an interesting I, okay. human, too. He's a very <laughs> interesting person. Very interesting guy. Really good dude, you know? Yeah. Very interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, man, I appreciate you for coming through. You Thank know, you, brother. Thanks, thanks for the time and the energy, bro. I'm, I'm definitely inspired. And uh, man, I look forward to, to everything JMO Gang got coming. Yo, email me your stuff. Email me links to your music, man. I'm trying to hear. Hey, let's, hey, hey we, we, we can definitely do that. That's exactly what we're going to do. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, other than that, man, thank y'all so much for listening, tuning in, man. Mr. Fuck You On Me, J57, JMO Gang, That Feeling Podcast Network, man. Y'all be easy.